0: Today on Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet, tougher than the rest. Hey everybody, you're listening to Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. It's a podcast where we talk about every single Bruce Springsteen song in alphabetical order one by one. My name's Rob Carmack. I'm joined as always by J.B. Clark. And J.B., you are tougher than the rest, my friend. I like to think so. I like to think so. Well, I mean, you know, you're having some allergies, and you're here, so that makes you pretty tough. As far I, as I'm, it's say. true.
1: I appreciate that. You're, you're
0: yeah. a, you know, you're overcoming, as it were. <laughs> so the song, yes, JB, yes. let's let's roll right into it. The song we're talking let's about do today it. is tougher than the rest. Tougher than the rest. That's right. It's from the 1987 album Tunnel of Love. This is track two. And one of the things this that's is interesting. Rolling
1: is, Stones. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, One no, of the we, things
0: that's interesting. I, I guess I should say to the listeners, we're we're experiencing a bit of a delay. So if it sounds like we're like ba- like responding to each other like <laughs> late, I'm gonna try and edit it in a way to where you can't notice. But uh, every once in a while, we're gonna that's gonna happen. Anyway, go ahead. What were you about to say?
1: Uh, tougher than the rest, which is Rolling Stones' number 35, Bruce Springsteen song of all time on their list.
0: Yes, it is. That's pretty high. Do you feel pretty good about yeah. that that ranking?
1: Yeah, I think I think it. Uh... Is certainly warranted.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So t- we're tipping our hand pretty early here. We both tend to like this song enough to put it on our top yeah. thirty-five, I guess, or something.
1: Something I may put it a that. little bit lower, but I think it's you know within the within the realm of you know the fans and 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 the Bruce Springsteen universe. I think. A, you know, I, I understand the 35.
0: It's it's in my top 50, for sure. So th- this song, like I said, uh, shows up on the 1987 Tunnel of Love album, which is the, the album that we have often dubbed the Divorce album. And we didn't come up with that. Somebody else, I it's been described like that ever since it was really, ever since Bruce announced that he was being, getting a divorce. Oh, I'm pretty album, sure
1: we were the first for Pretty sure we were the first people to call it the divorce
0: album. Yeah, we'll go ahead. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure we were. We'll take that. Don't if if you've read Bruce's autobiography and you've noticed that maybe he calls it that, just ignore it because you know we said yeah. it first, obviously. But anyway, oh, we called it that well before his autobiography came out. That's true. We've been doing this longer than he, that autobiography has existed, so he owes us some mm-hmm. some some nods. Anyway, so um, th- this song, th- so the Tunnel of Love album, as we've described, and others pr- may or may not have other. Ever, have ever described it as the divorce album um one of the things that we noticed early on or that we sort of pointed out when we first started doing this is that one of the things you see as you go through the album tunnel of love is that it begins in this very idealistic like hopeful wide-eyed kind of place and it descends like it the opening song is ain't got you and then it goes into t- uh tougher than the rest and then it goes into all that heaven will allow to, I just totally went blank for a second it, it goes into all that heaven will allow which are like three pretty like optimistic love songs in, in one way or another. And then after that, it sort of descends into like brilliant disguise territory all the way. You know, yeah. And
1: spare parts, cautious man, walk like a man. Yeah. Yeah. It, love it, two faces. Yeah.
0: it be, Yeah. It begins to sort of unravel as Bruce would say his marriage did at the time to then supermodel uh, Julian Phillips. Jillian or Julian, I can never remember. Anyway, his his first wife. By by most accounts, Bruce was already kind of with Patty Scalfa on this tour before the divorce was fully announced. So uh so this album, if 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 you were Bruce's first wife and you got a hold of this album, you might have reason for concern. This this might this this might give you a like a, a moment of pause. Like maybe, maybe this guy's not quite as happy as I want him to feel. And so, um, anyway, so they went out on tour and this, is, Patty Scalpha has officially joined the Eastry band at this point. And Bruce and Patty have been singing the song as a duet ever since that tour, which again is a bit awkward because on that tour, Bruce was still married. <laughs> and so he yeah. was doing the song as a duet with his, um, alleged pos- probably his girlfriend at the time, future wife, future mother of his three children. And, um, which again, like I think everybody sort of had a feeling like, oh, <laughs> like this, I like Bruce and Patty seem to have quite a bit of chemistry. There's some there's some Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga business happening up on that stage. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, they so Bruce and Patty started performing this, this song together on that tour. They continue to do so when the song is performed. In fact, they perform the song together on Springsteen on Broadway. So sure e- every night, if you if you've watched it, Bruce sits down at the piano. and He begins talking about Patty, the love of his life, Patty, and he brings her out on stage, and they do this song, which is really nice. So uh, they've been performing the song pr- pretty much any time Bruce performs the song live, he does it with Patty. Like it, it almost becomes, it has almost become a statement about Patty as far or about their relationship. Bruce and Patty also perform this song in the east room of the white house on january the 12th 2017 just before the obamas left office which is i mean that that's a show i would have loved to have been at and according to backstreet magazine yeah yeah, so according to backstreet magazine bruce introduces this song by talking about the example that was set by barack and michelle obama during the the tough years of the administration and i love that and in fact when i read it earlier it kind of gave me chills like bruce is in the white house he's got like Time to do, like, 12 or 13 songs, although I'm sure if he wanted to do more, that would have been fine. But so Bruce has a minute, and he decides, like, of the songs I'm going to do, I'm going to do Tougher Than The Rest, and I'm going to bring Patty out, and I'm going to dedicate this to the rock-solid marriage of Barack and Michelle Obama and the example that they set, um, perhaps in contrast to what we now know as, um, you know, his successor. And anyway, that's that. And then... um <coughs> The most recent performance of the song with the Eastry Band was August the 25th, uh, 2016 in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey in the Meadowlands on the Third Leg of the River tour. So uh, this song is not a total rarity, but it, he doesn't play it more than two or three times on any given tour. So at least not since the 90s full band tour. So lately it's it's been showing up less and less uh, uh, up until the, the Broadway show. But uh, man, th- this is one of those songs like if I, if I was at a show and, and they did this, I'd be pretty dang excited.
1: Yeah, pretty pumped to see them do it together. Yeah.
0: So anyway, th- those are the those are the basic facts. Did I miss anything? Any any other like notes that we need to m- make mention of?
1: Uh, no. I think that's the. Those are the those are the basic facts.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, talk to me about the music. This is, and I, maybe I should say, the Tunnel of Love album is an interesting sort of record because it's not a full E Street Band album because the E Street Band only plays sort of on demand a la carte on this album just as Bruce needs them and there's not a single song where all the Easter band is playing all at the same time. Um so the mix is is different on on Tunnel of Love and yeah. um, and it it has a very strong eighties sensibility to it as well. But so that with yeah that there's a sort of synth pad that almost goes sort of throughout the whole record. Yeah, it does. And I'm not gonna lie, I love that on this song. Like I don't there, there are some songs it bothers me a little bit on, but this one I, I think this song is mixed really well. I really, really love the synth, yes. I love everything. Like, I think this song sounds exactly the way it needs to sound.
1: Yeah, so that really big synth pad uh, with organ and harmonica and, like, the snare drum and the, you know, the tambourine hats or whatever, uh, that's not a combination I would really ever <laughs> put together. But it makes fuck this really weird, haunting uh, combination that, when combined with this melody, is sort of, like, this, uh, this like, sober hope. Um... This sort of like matter of factness um, that 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 I think the lyrics really carry forward. It, it's almost like the song saying, uh, "Hey, look, I believe in love, but I don't think it's anything to joke around about. So I'm not going to sit here and advertise. But if you're looking for someone who is also looking to put in the hard work, uh, I'm tough."
0: Yeah, that's
1: what the music. That's what the music's saying, and I mean the lyrics go to sort of you know reinforce that. But it's got that really sort of sober sobering melody
0: yeah the melody of the song is so good and it's so like it just stays with me and it's it like you said it's kind of haunting and it's beautiful um i think this is bruce's best love song unless we want to count rosalita as a love song which i don't i tend to think of that more of like a party song but uh i i think i think this is bruce's very best like man woman like love song I, i just think it's really really good yeah yeah um Anyway, like what What you else? You want like, to do lyrics? Are, are we ready for lyrics? Is there nothing else on, on music? I know you already mentioned like the synth pads and in the mix and everything like that. Is there is there anything kind of noteworthy that you hear otherwise in the mix or is it pretty much what we already talked about? Nah, I mean
1: the harmonica, which I mentioned a little bit already, really plays off the organ and I like that. And I love the way that organ kind of comes in and out. Um, mm. But it, it all just floats around that pad. It's weird. Yeah. You know, and then the and the just the drums and the sort of there's like a shaker and the snare drum and the you know uh, tambourine are just really straightforward, uh, keeping the song on track. But yeah,
0: I, I want to know if somebody's ever danced to this song at their wedding. I'm sure they have, but I I want to like was this your wedding song? Because there's not a lot of Bruce Springsteen oh, songs out there yeah. that you could be like, we're gonna dance like Brilliant Disguise. You know, no one's gonna dance to that at their wedding. But uh, this will be a great I'm 100% one. Hundred percent confident. Lots of people have danced at this to this. so if that's something I would like to know if you if you have danced to the song at your wedding, then let us know. Comment on the Facebook page or on the episode page uh, that that would be an interesting. I, I would love to hear about that, you know So anyway, yeah. And if not this one, what was the song that you danced to at your wedding if it was a Bruce Springsteen song? Because, like I said, there's not a lot. There's this one, there's happy. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure there's a few that I'm not thinking of directly, but uh, it's not a long list. You know, they the, the would be all just, that heaven will allow, all that heaven will, will allow would be really good. I would love that. Um, yeah, human touch, maybe, but um, not, not a bunch though. So, um, the ghost of Tom Joad, <laughs> Nebraska, no, no, gone too far. Uh, yeah, probably not those those songs. So, anyway, um, but yeah, that that I, I think this would be a really good one. So, anyway, here are the lyrics to the song Tougher Than the Rest. Will it's Saturday night? you're all dressed up in blue and by the way we we've mentioned on other episodes that when bruce describes a female character as in a in a dress and like names the color of the dress the color of the dress actually th- there's there's an importance to that like liter- literally speaking certain colors present certain messages you know like black is is sort of either danger or grief and red also is like danger or violence like um in What's the song on Recon... This, shoot. The this, this second track Easy on Ball. What? Easy Money. Easy Money. Yeah, he says put on your red dress. Like, that's... Because they're about to go out and yeah. rob people. And then there's well, think red has,
1: like, a, a little bit of a, a danger and sexuality. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, it's... Yeah, it's sort of, like, a carnal sort of implication. But blue mm. is, is sort of... Is sort of indicative of, like, peaceful and um, and calm. Like, there, there there's a sort of... There's the, the, an indication... Because the, the music is very peaceful in a certain way right and so he says it's saturday night you're all dressed up in blue and so it sort of indicates like we're we're not in a hurry we're not we're not trying to like get something out of one another i just see you and like the the blue dress is sort of an indication of like grace or acceptance or safety you know like there i I, am i missing anything on, on like the color scheme here no not at all Anyway, so I think that's interesting, like because he could have said... I, I realize that blue rhymes with the word, too, but like that's, that's a detail I don't think is an accident. So, uh, well, it's Saturday night, you're all dressed up in blue. I've been watching you a while, maybe you've been watching me, too. So somebody ran out, left somebody's heart in a mess. Well, if you're looking for love, honey, I'm tougher than the rest. So even as a love song, this song in- implies like this is not easy and and we've often drawn the comparison between Bruce Springsteen and like Paul McCartney as a songwriter because Paul McCartney's love songs are very like bubbly and um like syrupy a little bit like there's there's not much to it she loves you yeah 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 or or something of that ilk you know what I mean and it's they're, yeah, they're good yeah. love songs but they are they're very sophomoric I guess in in, in terms of theme the a, a Paul McCartney style love song does not assume like a hard life lived. You know what I mean? But a Bruce Springsteen love song is like, right. <laughs> I know it's just you. And my first thought is, like, maybe somebody left you. <laughs> or, you know, left somebody's somebody ran out, left somebody's heart in a mess. Well, if you're looking for love, honey, I'm tougher than the rest. So even, like, his love song opens with, look, we've all got some baggage. Which is not totally unlike the song Human Touch. Um, you know, kind of dealing with, like, let's let's not let's not kid ourselves. Like we're not, neither one of us is a blank slate here. Like we, we both enter into this. We're like, we we are, we are here with a lot of scars and a lot of baggage and we're, we're fully aware of that. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. So then the next part says some girls, they want a handsome Dan or some good looking Joe on their arms. Some girl, like a sweet talking Romeo. Well, round here, baby, I learned you get... Which, which, by the way, the Handsome Dan, Good looking Joe, Sweet talking Romeo, those are the Paul McCartney love song guys. And then it says, well, round here, baby, I learned you get what you can get. So if you're rough enough for love, honey, I'm tougher than the rest. So he's directly drawing a comparison, like a contrast, between himself and the normal male characters in other love songs. And then uh, then you've got the bridge, which says, The road is dark, and it's a thin, thin line. But I want, and I like this part a lot, musically. I, I I like how it lifts. I like how he and Patty sing it together when they mm-hmm. do. Uh, it says, But I want you to know I'll walk it for you anytime. Maybe your other boyfriends couldn't pass the test. Well, if you're rough enough, or if you're rough and ready for love, honey, I'm tougher than the rest.
1: Honey, I'm tougher than the rest. Gotta love
0: that. And then the final verse is, Well, it ain't no secret. I've been around a time or two which again at the time that they're singing the song he is legally still married so he has been around a time or two it says well i don't know baby but maybe you've been around too well there's another dance all you got to do is say yes and if you're rough and ready for love honey i'm tougher than the rest if you're rough enough for love baby i'm tougher than the rest and i love this song and and we've we've gotten into sort of the struggle that Bruce has articulated about his first marriage. And he's, he, he tends to not talk a lot about it. I think out of respect for his ex-wife, um, because yeah. Bruce is a stand up guy, but, um, but I, I think, I think he entered that marriage because he thought that's what he was supposed to do. Like you, you become a rock star, you move to LA and you marry a model. Like that's, those, those are the things that Bruce was told you're supposed to do. Meanwhile, like Bruce has known Patty most of his life, like all of his adult life almost. And he describes in his, Broadway show like there there was always sort of this spark and there was always sort of this this fire he had for her and I think that's really beautiful and I feel bad for uh, for Julian Phillips but at the same time like I'm really glad he and Patty found each other and I'm I'm I love I love following her on Twitter because they so clearly in in their aging years they they so clearly love each other as much as they ever have and like the, this song I like that this song is sort of the entry point to them sort of realizing that about themselves you know. I don't know. What are your um,
1: thoughts here? I I just can't get over that rough enough for love line is so good because like it's a rough it's rough, man. It's not just tough, it's rough too. Like uh fully giving yourself to another person. You know, like it's it's not just benefit. It's 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 like but it's you know the the payout if if you're both willing and you're both willing to you know, bear yourself to each other is, is is worth it. But that that like, if you're rough enough for love,
0: yeah. There, uh, there, there's no world in which Bruce Springsteen believes that love is easy, you know. Right, right. Like he, he there is definitely an implied struggle here, and um, and I, like this this whole album, the Tunnel of Love album, is about that. It's it's about it's it's about how difficult it is to be in in, in a mutually beneficial loving relationship. You know, this is. Yeah. I mean, I, I I talk about the Beatles. I mean, you could talk about any number of of pop songs from the last fifty years, and you could talk about how like how how simple and idealized those ideas of love have been, and and Bruce never went down that. And and I, I think I forget where I read it. I, uh, but I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Like Bruce has said in interviews, um, that that his dad always told him, or maybe it was in the Broadway show that that his dad always told him that love songs were a conspiracy from the government. And so he he always sort of resisted writing like straightforward love songs. So it's interesting that when he finally gave himself away to like the notion of writing love songs, it was not like, I'm just gonna be Paul McCartney. It was I'm gonna write love songs about how like gut-wrenching and difficult and heavy a load it can be to try and love someone every single day, you know mm-hmm. and i I just yeah, I, I I respect the crap out of him for it.
1: I remember, like when I was a kid asking my mom about, like, love and like oh
0: you know you find somebody
1: that you love you know for the rest of your life and she was like well you find someone who you're willing to love for the rest of your life and i was like what (laughs) does what does that mean (laughs) and she was like it just means like you have to it's an everyday thing it's not a for it's not a for the rest of your life thing and i've always thought about that and it took me a long time to understand it but i think this song is all about that
0: yeah i mean and this is this is what if you've ever been to a wedding and you've heard people give va- give vows, like the traditional vows are like in sickness and in health and richer or poor. What, what it's saying is like, this is not a cakewalk. You know, like the, the implication here is like we, we, we're going to go through some, some stuff. And if we're lucky, we'll live long enough to struggle together. And, or, or n- yeah. not unlike the Jason Isbell song. Uh, if we were vampires, like best case scenario, one of us is going to die before the other one. And we're going to have to spend a little time by ourselves, you know, like, like that's the best case scenario, and um, and like there there's a there's a real struggle to it, and um, and this song is about overcoming adversity while not giving up on the person that you love, even even when you don't like wake up feeling that bubbly like first day of your honeymoon kind of feeling. It's no, we're still in this, and um, and clearly that's a thing that he and Patty have have given each other to, and you know nothing but. No, nothing but respect and admiration to them for that cuz they've um man they've done it you know they're they're yeah I don't even the king and the first lady of East Street I guess or whatever whatever <laughs> they you know they've they've overcome a lot of things and and they remain as strong as they've ever been as far as anybody can tell
1: yeah so it's certainly cool they're they're certainly cool to watch
0: they are and, and that that's one of my favorite parts of the Broadway show i i i think they have I think they have really good on-stage chemistry, which is funny to say because yeah, obviously they do. They've been married for 40 years. But uh or not quite 40 years. They've been married for 30, I don't know, however many years. But um but it's it's interesting also because like they didn't start out they didn't get married and then her start singing with him. They had that on on-stage chemistry because they had sort of that that passion that they felt between the two of them. And that's what brought them together as a couple, you know, like the, 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 the stage chemistry came first. And so like, when you see yeah, that, they've been playing together for a long time. Yeah. Like much longer than they've been a couple. And so like, so when you see them on stage on Broadway and it feels like, wow, you're, I, it feels like we're really watching two people who love each other. Yeah. That's like, you're watching. This is the thing that brought them together in the first place. So that's, I think that's neat. Anyway, it doesn't feel like we should be done talking. Oh, wait, oh shoot, how many, um, Good looking Joes, would you give this on? Uh I'm like four, four and a half. Really? I can't decide where. Oh, I'm yeah. a five. I'm a I'm I'm a I'm an easy five. You're a five. five? Oh of course I'm a five. I'm
1: a four and a half. We'll go four and a half on it then.
0: Man, i p I'm glad I'm glad I'm not you, my friend, because I, I, I took the heat when we when I gave backstreets a four and a half three years ago. So I'm 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 glad I'm not <laughs> I'm glad I'm not gonna be on the receiving end of those emails. No, I really love it. I just like I
1: think to make my top one hundred work, you know? <laughs> I gotta give it four and a half. <laughs> wow. Uh but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll revise it. We'll All right. see. All
0: right. I mean, I know you gave Brilliant Disguise a four when we first did that, and uh you've you've bumped that yeah, up to a five, five cents. It's in the Hall of Fame. Well which at, I I really thought this would be a walk into the Hall of Fame. So Brilliant Disguise at this point looks like it may end up being the only Tunnel of Love song. I mean, it's a little early to say that, but so far, Brilliant Disguise is the only Tunnel of Love song in the, in the Hall of Fame. Oh, man, really? Yeah. But hey, you know, you got to do you. All right. This will be top
1: of my list to consider.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, we... That's for, where for I'm those, at right now, though. This is my truth. For those who don't know... Let we, live my truth. For those who don't know, we always, at the end of every year, go back and sort of examine our ratings from the previous year and consider like maybe bumping some things up or changing our ratings based on like new new thoughts or feelings about the song. So JB is saying like look, come back around in December and uh you know, we'll see yeah, how things go. That's just where I'm at right now. Yeah. By that's the way, right now. we may be done by December. I I'm I'm looking ahead and it's 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 yeah. looking like we we may have run out of runway by the time December hits, which would be interesting. So uh, we, we will yeah. see how that goes. We're getting very close to the end here, but, um, anyway, so yeah, that's tougher than the rest. So I'm a five, obviously JB's a, you say four or Four and a half. Four and a half? Four and a half. Okay, cool. That's a very good. Yeah. rating. All right. Well then, uh, we'll be back later in your, I guess next week, today's Thursday. So we'll be back in your feed on Monday. We'll be talking about the song trapped. So, um, Oh wait, JB, do we have anything else? Did you have a, another nickname?
1: Yeah. I've got a Patreon Patreon nickname. Ah, good. Uh, so here we go. This is for, uh, our listener Jan Yella out of, um, the Netherlands. He's a, he's a big time traveler and also a host of travelers and a, and an adventurer. Uh, so worldly Jan Yella, he's quite the fleet footed fella. Never know which continent he'll step next, but when he's at home, he'll share everything he owns. See, he knows how lonely the world can get. Jan design der Openhoud met hart van goed. I probably mispronounced some of that at the end, but that is—I uh, have a friend from Belgium. She helped me with the Dutch to to close that out uh, for the nickname there. So, worldly Jan Yella. Nice. He's a traveler. He's an adventurer. He's a host to the weary traveler. Uh, thanks for your support, Jan, and thanks for chatting with me on email the last couple of weeks. Uh, it has <laughs> been fun to. Uh, to talk to you um super interesting guy um if you want to be a supporter of the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash springsteen a few different ways to support level wise contribution amount wise and you get some rewards everything from getting the newsletter to be on the podcast uh nicknames are for anyone who contributes five dollars or more and uh if you want some merch we got a new t-shirt at alphabetical slash or not slash, you just click on the shot button. AlphabeticalSpringsteen.com, click on the shot button.
0: Nice. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks to Jan and thanks to everybody else for listening. And join us next time when we're talking about the song Trapped.